Brain Buster Boys are brought to you by Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. Previously on Brain Buster Boys. Nick, do you think the business has just passed me by? Why don't they like my ideas? They didn't like those ideas. You just need to find some other ones. Get a new source of inspiration. New source of inspiration? Look up some storylines. I don't know. Uh, listen, Mr. McMahon, I got a 3.30 meeting. Where can I find just wrestling storylines? It's not like you can just punch that in on the computer. You know, uh, you actually can. Mr. McMahon, have you ever heard of ChatGPT? The storylines have no fucking soul! Fuck! The fucking, fucking computer! Ah! Hey, Dad. Shane, you ever heard of uh, this, uh, chat GPT? Uh, yeah. What if there was a version of that that we could just use to maybe, like, write wrestling storylines? Well, yeah. We'd have to get people to build it for us. The top of the line, you know, the best of the best. But, you know, that would be plagiarizing. Massachusetts Institute of Technology, MIT. <laughs> we'll see what you think of this, Paul. WWE Headquarters Titan Towers Stamford, Connecticut Alright everyone, hopefully we had a chance to hit the reset button in the past two weeks and come back here refreshed and ready to go with some new, good, legitimate ideas. I'll actually go ahead and share this one with you. I think it'd be good for us to, you know, establish some sort of guiding concept or principle for the next few Raws and Smackdowns. We don't have to think of it right now, but let's just be on the lookout for something like this as we start wading into things. Sound good? Sure, yeah. Paul. Yeah. yeah, sure, Paul. So let's pick up where we left off. Uh, wait, uh, where's Vince? Uh, I haven't heard from him. Yeah. I talked to him on the phone the other night. What's up, T-Mobile? And, uh, yeah, he was just, you know, hard at work on some ideas. Let's just go ahead and get started. Omas versus Ricochet. I know we're all aware of Omas' limitations, but if we're going to push him like a top heel, we got to just inject this with some more psychology. And it starts with the cardinal rule Vince Sr. always talked about. Good heels lure their opponents into false sense of security. Oh, Paul! God damn it. Vince, sorry, we just got started without you, considering how much time we lost the other day. You won't need to worry about losing time anymore, Paul, because I've done it. Done what, Vince? I've changed the game, revolutionized booking for this company and professional wrestling. 
again. <laughs> you pathetic losers will never leave me out of a conference call or ridicule my ideas ever again. Bring it in, Doc. What the hell is this? Uh, is this a computer from the 1980s? Gentlemen, my name is Dr. Otto Van Til, head of Artificial Intelligence Department at the Massachusetts Institutes of Technology. And you are looking at MIT C-Sale 23 Sports Entertainment Chatbot version 0.2, or for short, the spent. Wait, Dad. Is this what you were talking about? Chat? Jeep? P.T. the other night? What's up, technology? Chat GPT is just a fucking calculator compared to this. I had Doc here design this machine to write the best wrestling storylines for my WWE. Better than you stupid hacks could ever write. And this was all my idea. Uh, listen, Mr. McMahon, uh, using storylines generated by an AI is, uh, kind of a messy subject. Legally and ethically. It's just such a new thing. We don't even really understand the implications. Shut your big fat mouth, Nick Khan. Now, gentlemen, take a good long look at the instrument of your demise. Your final fleeting moment of relevance. Once I push this button and turn this thing on, it's all over. You'll be has-beens, dinosaurs. <laughs> okay, Vince. If this ends this entire charade, just push the damn button and get it over with. Fine, I'll push the fucking button. <laughs> Dad, you know, the Bumblebee thing sounded kind of cool. Uh, what's up, Insect Kingdom? You know, bees, they can sting you and give you, uh, uh, oh, what is it? It's, uh, oh, oh, intergalactic shock. <laughs> wait, 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 no, 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 no. That, that, that was just a test. That was just a test. Then Braun Strowman will come out to help Ricochet. But Oma 
Jesus will choke, slam him under and punch them, stealing him with his finger on the back of his bumblebee costume. Then the bell will ring. Ah, Doc! What the fuck is going on here? This thing's not working! But it is, Mr. McMahon. We had just two weeks to program the spint, so we weren't able to fully test it, refine the learning algorithms, install the necessary safeguards. It is just starting to familiarize itself with the intricacies of human language and preference. It is still in its infancy, yeah. God damn it! I didn't pay you five million dollars to build me a fucking baby! Wait, you spent five million dollars on that? Dad, Jesus, man. Where did that money come from? Hey, uh, that, that doesn't matter. And it's, uh, uh, it's none of your fucking business. Anyways. All right. Thank you, doctor, for your, uh, presentation. But we really, really need to focus on some human written stories now. Ones that are meant to be, you know, natural and organic, not artificial and self-serving. I actually think that can be a good guiding principle for us today. Give me that thing! This Shut up! Shut up! I'm gonna throw you in the damn incinerator! Mr. McMahon, please! Spent has so much room to grow and evolve. Remember, it is just an infant. I don't care! I paid for this piece of junk, and I'll do what I want with it! Stupid fucking computer! Back to Omas vs. Ricochet? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That sounds great. That sounds good. It'll be a really good uh, clash of styles there, I think. You know, really good. Maybe opener for the show. episode 108 my name is brett jagger along with the 35 year old beaumont rand who celebrated hey. a birthday this week how are you yeah. i'm worn the <laughs> fuck down man you didn't what even a... know how old you were last week oh no i didn't yeah no i was thinking 36 yeah, and then, yeah. <laughs> dodged a bullet dodged a bullet yeah but but no it's been you know, my I'm Thursday, May 25th was my 35th birthday. Um, you know, I, you know, really 
had a good time that you know kind of like you know that was sort of the the chillest night but yeah i've had like definitely four straight days of just doing shit yeah so uh so yeah i mean i am you know it, it's been great but i am you know in all senses of the word cashed and as am i for somewhat similar and different reasons that i started a new job as a manager this week at the bar slash restaurant i work yeah. at and closed every night and uh also, what time do you get out of there when you close like midnight or one so weeknights usually about midnight and then weekends like i wasn't out till like two after two on saturday so it was a long or friday and then saturday yeah. i did actually get out a little earlier at like 10 so i didn't uh-huh. close but and then we as we're about to talk about certainly uh Took the gloves off for a double or nothing last night and uh, had ourselves a hooting good time. It even was a hooting good time. Yeah. The show wasn't quite a hooting good time until no. the end, until the yeah. very end. The very uh, end. Not really the very end. The last like hour was very strong. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, we certainly had a ball and we're going to get right into it. For we'll sure. tell you about it. Um, yeah, you got anything else you want to talk about the birthday weekend or any life or anything else? Or do you want to just oh, charge right into it here? Well, the birth, let me think of the birthday weekend. Yeah, any other Let's highlights that, uh, that you're able to discuss here in this forum? <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. Probably not. <laughs> all right. Uh, but no, it, no, it was all really good. Actually, um, my mom got me a Star Trek cake. Oh, um, I that, saw that. I saw name. on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, posted it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so, cool. yeah, it was really cool. So, um, so I had another slice of that, but uh, but no, it was definitely a pretty epic, a lot of fun. Just going backwards, double or nothing. Uh, Saturday, what was it? Oh, Saturday was High Horse with Teats. So that oh, was yeah. fucking big, big old Teats time. Teats made his uh podcasting debut last night on Tim the Tim King show. Yes, he did. Yes, as he did. We uh, popped on an impromptu stream of After Double or Nothing for two fucking hours. We I know. Went. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah for a, a long time. time. Yeah, we Tim, definitely. Yeah, Tim, Paul. Justin, and JD from the Wrestlebred podcast. Yeah, I've, I've never met JD either. Yeah, that was the first time I'd been on like a stream with her. There was one night a couple weeks ago where she had it was a lot of the Bloodline Entertainment yeah. Network folks, and I was just living in the comments section, but like face to face, first time meeting her, and that was a great time. So. As we said, we're both cashed, so this will yeah. be a pretty abbreviated uh, review of Double or Nothing and Night of Champions. I know you only caught the last two matches of that yes. show. I watched the whole thing. Um, there was Best of the Super Juniors final, which we're not going to get into here. You can hear that on the next edition of the Phoenix Splash, but an incredible tournament with Master Watto uh, uh-huh. getting the surprise win over Teton. Uh, very uh, surprising <laughs> final there, but an incredible tournament, an incredible match to cap it off. Um, but let's get into it. I'm actually down a computer because I left it at work, and I've got a recap up on my phone. So let me pull up the match what, 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 here. What are you using, the what? iPad? Are you using the iPad? I always record on the the tablet that I have. Oh, gotcha. Kind of worked at least video wise. It's a lot clearer for whatever reason. So I've just kind of ran with this. So yeah, my laptops at work. But let me get nice. The matches up here, and we're uh, we're not even going to talk about the pre-show match. Was kind of boring and long. The Hardy team won. But we start the main show with the AEW International Title. 21-man Blackjack Battle Royal, which Orange Cassidy defeated a slew of other men. I'm not going to name them all. But the final four 
We were surprising. Off on that. Yeah, I think we said it would be Orange, Jay White, Ricky, Ricky Starks, Starks, and Juice Robinson, or maybe someone else. But it ended right. up it was Orange, it was Swerve, it was Big Bill, and it was Penta. Penta, yeah. Final four. Um, mm-hmm. This was definitely the match of the night until the fatal four-way for the AEW World Championship. I think yeah. this was the only one for me that sniffed four stars, you know, up until those last couple, which were amazing matches for sure and really kind of saved the show. But, mm-hmm. yeah, this was a great – you know, we'd talk like right before the show went on air, what's going to be the opener? I don't really know. Uh, but I think this was a good call, but mm-hmm. nothing that followed really kind of lived up for a little while. But uh, – yeah. Very fun uh, battle royal here, which I think AEW's battle royals can kind of be hit or miss from time to time. Yeah. But this one was uh, pretty captivating throughout. And uh, Orange, as we predicted, gets the squeak by win. Uh, thankfully, not losing his title that way, but have to feel it's coming soon. But, yeah, what do you think is this of this as the opener and kind of how it all shook out towards the end? Yeah, I mean, it definitely set a fun tone. And like you said, captivating throughout, even though, like, Everybody is outside of the ring and runs in. It's just kind of hard to follow in a lot of chaos. And a lot um, of people like stayed outside of the ring for a while. Like Brian Cage and, and Swerve. Swerve yeah. But even like fighting outside the ring before getting in, which was kind of non traditional. Like there were some good aspects about like that surprising aspect. Like, you know, Big Bill, I think, you know, put in a really good showing. It was very, yeah, and was just really noticeable and it, and it played a lot to his strengths. But then again, you had like Dustin Rhodes who was in there until like who the outlasted time. Jay White. Yeah, yeah, you know, and it just was Give like me a fucking break. Yeah, and, and it's not like he was like eliminating anyone or doing anything cool. He was just still there. Yeah, you know, and, I, and had, I, I think he probably had a couple eliminations, but again, not memorable. You know, I no. can't remember them, but I'm sure he probably eliminated someone. Yeah, probably, but yeah, you know, he just kind of, I don't know, was like outside of the ring a lot and just kind of laying around and just not doing much of anything but you know like i'm glad like this kind of definitely put big bill over you know i think that was you know yep. if he wasn't over already you know it put him over her yep. um which uh which was a good thing and and yeah i mean it pretty much went down just how you thought it would with um swerve and orange you know orange kind of getting the way and, and the last little bit with those two was really yeah, good too it I was thought. yeah which I it kind of, you know, like we talked about, maybe something from this battle royal spins off into a singles match. Maybe we do see Swerve versus Orange Cassidy and perhaps mm-hmm. Swerve taking that title because it's got to be coming soon. You know, mm-hmm. after they've, you know, week after week, he's going out there. They've been playing this tired gimmick. He just gets by by the skin of his teeth here. So I feel like it's coming. And I'd be totally fine if it is Swerve that beats him because Swerve's fucking awesome. And yeah. again, he, like many, many others, has been a casualty of the bloated roster and not really being consistently featured. And yeah, yeah we'll see what happens with Collision. And maybe that'll kind of mitigate a lot of this. Hopefully, we're still not talking about CM Punk today yeah. or ever until he actually shows up on our television screens. But right. that will be in the United Center it. confirmed. So he's going to be there. But um commander i thought had some fun moments in this oh yeah you know, he did yeah yeah had that huge like hang time you know yeah, and i liked his, his ring at his um all white stuff yeah you know, that was and really jay cool. white had a fun when he was trying to run the ropes again jay like fucking kicked him oh off. was that was that him i i, I was thinking yeah. about that earlier today that was a very sure. fun, was him or ray phoenix yeah very fun elimination there as well yeah. but uh yeah, so orange, the rain continues. Let me see how many defenses that is now. Got to be like 23 or something. I've got something it like right that. here. 
that would be yep 23 so yeah. insane 23 title defenses it has been 230 days he won the belt on december 10th so what a run it's been but yeah like we said i think his days are numbered and fucking kudos to orange man i mean we even noted like there was no comedy from him last night in that no none, none none yeah yeah and i mean the only com- well the only comedy was the, the kick at the end they, oh, they yeah. held it out for that, that that kick at the end that That's one right. that very light kick that like yep. knocks were yep. out of the ring and like Which was that a nice touch yeah yeah good, yeah good use of restraint and then kind yes. of like having that little bit at the end because because didn't wasn't Swerve who put tried putting his hands in his pockets yes it was yeah yeah yep. so so there was kind of like the anti comedy yeah and then again with the restraint and then the release yeah good stuff yeah let's uh, let's move on here move, so... move into the move into the thick of the you know not the so mess. great yeah, yeah, yeah and i think this this first match is probably the worst match of the night and that was adam cole defeating chris jericho by referee's decision in 19 minutes with sabu as the special enforcer which obviously you didn't know who he was nope ecw legend hard you know homicidal suicidal genocidal the guy was a fucking maniac loved to throw chairs at people as we saw uh, right out of the gate, he, I think he threw one at both Daddy Magic and Cool Hand Ange. Yeah. Um, and then kind of Strong and everyone else, Garcia and everyone kind of spilled to the back eventually. But man, yeah, this match just didn't really click. I mean, it was an unsanctioned match, which we noted. Um, it was Kevin Rogue actually told me the other day that there was only one match on this card that was a singles match without a stipulation, and that was Jade Cargill and Taya Valkyrie, mm-hmm. which is the one that we didn't really care about. But, but, but it had, but, 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 but had hey. an incredible swerve, if, as we will, so we'll get into that, of course. Um, but yeah, man, Jericho, who I've, you know, we've praised a good amount for kind of getting his shit back in gear and having, you know, a really good year last year and, you know, a lot of back end of 2021 as well, but he just did not look great here. Um, no. You know, there was that, the moment with like the fire extinguisher where Cole like barely hit him. And yeah. For something that's supposed to be unsanctioned in a war. And, you know, the build I thought was pretty solid with all the Britt Baker stuff. And, you know, Jericho saying, what kind of a man allows his girlfriend to be beaten, even though he's the one who handcuffed him? Like, yeah, shit there. But, yeah, this was just off. And, uh, you know, the finish was kind of weird, too, with, like, Jericho, like, getting knocked out, essentially, like, Mm -hmm. on the ground. And Cole just punching him and being unable to defend himself. It just was kind of a weird, like when we Micah and Derek remember called us last oh, night was that, was right that before the four pillars, and they're like, "That's one of the worst matches in AEW history." Yeah, not gonna go that far, but like for a pay per view and a match that had this much build, yeah, it's definitely down at the bottom. Like this was a miss, and yeah, big miss. Most yeah. ways here, yeah. Um, you know, Cole gets the expected win, of course, but. I don't think he really comes out of this looking super strong, to be honest. No, um, especially like post injury. Yeah, you know, just not. Yeah, not really at all. And again, I think it's just what really just kind of underscores it is the fact that it was such a missed opportunity. You yeah, know? Like, like unsanctioned match. You know, you could do a lot of fun, st- and it just kind of was. And I just I think know. with anarchy in the arena on this card, like that kind of took some of the steam away. Like we didn't need another unsanctioned match. And yeah, I get that the build kind of warranted it, but I don't, yeah, like we said, just too many stipulations here, not enough, just straight up singles matches. No, 
we'll see where they go from here. I mean, I hope it's the end of the feud. Like, I don't really need no. too much more of this. And, I mean, Jericho got knocked out. So, like, what recourse would he have for a rematch here? So, let's yeah. let's just call it. Let's move on. And, you know, we've talked a lot about Cole being a future title contender. So, if that's the case, then you need to start having some better matches here. So, yeah, and again, I'm sure. not putting it all on him and not putting it all on Jared. It's on both of them. It, mm -hmm. it did not deliver. So, no. And that's kind of a theme of the show here, but this one definitely was the most under-delivered without a doubt. So yeah. next we have FTR defeating Triple J with Karen Jarrett, Satnam Singh, and Sanjay Dutt with Mark Briscoe as the special referee. 19 minutes, 57 seconds. All these matches getting a lot of time too. Mm -hmm. Again, we didn't expect for this to be a match of the night contender. I think this match pretty much met expectations for yeah. me. Like it was, it was, it had some fun stuff. Mm -hmm. We had Aubrey Edwards get blasted with the guitar by mm -hmm. Karen Jarrett. That was fun. Um, and, you know, some tension with Mark Briscoe, you know, which way is he going to go? But at the end of the day, as we expected, FTR gets the W. And Triple J, their third unsuccessful title defense. And we have talked them up here. They have been entertaining, but let's keep them out of the title picture. Um, yeah. But for I, what this was, fine. This was fine. This was enjoyable enough. I don't really have anything bad to say about yeah. it. Yeah, and like and let's let's move forward. Let's get the tag division back to the glory yeah, days, yeah. at least close to. You're yeah, fine. oh yeah, yeah. Some like good, like you know, like you have a great tag teams here. I mean, I know like the elites doing their thing, but you have Young Bucks, you got Lucha Bros, you have um, yeah, like like just just tons of you know like really good tag teams that you that could really go toe to toe with FTR. Whereas, you know, Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lee, you know, not not a knock on them. But I mean, you know, and I believe I said this last night, like, what did you think this match would be? You know, like, yeah, this is not necessarily like a high flying opponent that's really going to elicit like, you know, something great. You know, like it was not spot number three on the card. And that's about where it belonged. Yep. And post match, we did get a hug with FTR and Mark Briscoe, followed by. Ricky Stocks interviewed by our good friend Alex Marvez. Um, and we I think we said it like right before it happened. Oh, I bet Juice and Jay are gonna come, and sure enough. So that's still going on. You know, again, that should have been a match at the pay-per-view. Jay yes. White and Ricky Starks, as we said. So I hate that it's mm. gonna get relegated to dynamite again. I mean, I can't imagine they would extend this to Forbidden Door. Uh, I guess I mean, I guess we're only a month away, so they could, but yeah. With Forbidden Door, I want to see more like New Japan versus AEW. Granted, right. Jay White is new from New Japan. Who would he uh, fight? An, yeah, would like would they well, that's what I'm saying. Him? They could do Jay versus Ricky there, but you know, I would. I don't know. Jay's obviously got a lot of business well, over there, yeah, and they're. Yeah. You know, they've now made this Bullet Club Gold thing official in AEW, which it's just those two guys. So I expect kind of Jay. Maybe Jay and David Finley, who's the current leader of Bullet Club, who we kind of shit on Jay out the door. And they've got a lot of history as young Lions. But I don't want to get too far ahead here. I just uh, mm -hmm. think that should have been on the card. Mm -hmm. um, then, oh, there was uh, Jericho uh, getting another fireball going here. Uh, uh -huh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can't, it was like just a production guy or something like that. And yeah, yeah, like, oh, that yeah, yeah it was. Yeah, no, that I'm was a funny. wizard, bitch. So, whatever. Uh, who cares? <laughs> uh, 
Um, all right. Then we had the ladder match, which saw Wardlow defeat Christian Cage in 17 minutes and 11 seconds. Uh, as we sit here now, I can't even really remember too much from this other than that war or what was Luchasaurus yeah. who had like the bloody thumb or whatever. Luchasaurus because yeah. Arn bit it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I, 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 I mean, what like, like I was actually curious, like, did he really bite it that hard? I'm guessing it was probably a, a ploy of sorts, you know, like something, something yeah, going on. Yeah, there. yeah, you know, something like that, because it looked pretty fucked up, and I was just like, yeah, I don't think, you know, like no. Arn would re yeah, really do that. But, um, yeah, there was that other, I mean, good spot is a weird way to put it, but remember Wardlow, like, jumped out, like, from the side of the ring while Christian was climbing, and he tried to jump on oh, the yeah. ladder. And the ladder, like, fucking broke. Oh, no, yeah. it broke, it bent, and it fell over, because it's like, oh, yeah, Wardlow is just He's a too, monster, you know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean... Which, like, that, you know, didn't seem as botched. It wasn't like Jeff Hardy's botch on the pre-show. Oh, God, you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. Hang them up, Hardys. Come mm -hmm. on. Hang them up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this was fine. Again, like, probably slightly under expectations. But, it, again, it wasn't a bad match. But we kept saying all night, like, this show is mid. Yeah. Especially for AEW pay-per-view standards, which, yeah. you know, 75% of them you can put – you know, I'm not going to say all are the best, some of the best shows of all time, but a few of them are for sure. And uh -huh. just the sheer quality that we're used to for them, was not yeah. here until the very end, like I said. But um, yeah, so again, just another fine, you know, the match was okay. It was cool, whatever, but, you know, nothing really getting the heart going. And mm. I remember I even mentioned it like during that Four Pillars match. Like now we're cooking. Now my blood's going a little bit for the first time all night. So yeah. Yeah, anything else to say about this? I mean, I expect not, yeah, we'll not probably really. get Wardlow versus Luchasaurus at some point, which yeah. is what we wanted now. But, right. yeah, not really too much else to say. But aren't always nice to see yeah, Star sure. of the Shoal out there yes, doing, yes. doing things. So, mm -hmm. um, All right. And next we have Tony Storm defeating Jamie Hayter in three minutes, three seconds to win back the AEW Women's Championship. Just disappointing that, you know, clearly Jamie Hayter is hurt and clearly they had to get that title off her. Yeah. Um, it's just a shame. That's all there is to say say about it. I mean, you know, you know how much I've loved what she's doing. I think really, you know, the way that she was kind of organically able to elevate herself and get over with her performances in the ring was awesome. And just to see it end like this just sucks. Yeah. But I, I know she'll be back, and, you know, at some point still, we got to have the Jamie and Britt split. I mean, again, this is going to put that off even further. Mm -hmm. And, again, of all people, like Tony Storm, I'm happy. She's a deserving champ. We know she can go. She's done it before. So, you know, I'm, if they had to get the belt off Jamie, I'm fine that it goes back to her, and then they'll ha she'll have a, you know, good, call, good cause for a rematch, which should be great. Uh -huh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, nothing really too, too much else to say here again. I don't even like, as it was happening, I'm like, I wouldn't surprise me if this goes quick. Cause I think Jamie's just going to have to drop the belt. And like, mm -hmm. that's unfortunately what happened. Yeah, no, it is. And it's just, yeah, you know, like it definitely, you know, was very, like you said, very obvious that she got hurt, but you know, with Tony, I mean, you know, now hopefully this belt will get sort of a fresh sort of injection of excitement. Thunder Rose is back. We'll see if she can kind of find her way into the picture somehow. So yeah, yep. and I think she's on the collision side, I, from what I recall. Is, so, is yeah. she? Okay. 
All right. Um, next, we have the House of Black defeating Daddy Ass and the Acclaimed in 1521. Definitely uh, Max Caster's rap here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it was a, um, really like one of his best referencing Dominic Mysterio because Buddy Matthews is in a relationship with Rhea Ripley, calling him a cuck. Yeah. What was something about? Was there like something about blackface or something? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. About how um. How uh, I can't remember exactly. Um, oh, Brody Malachi, King or what? Yeah, or no, Malachi King. Black. And then yeah, there's yeah. something about Brody King, like something like a, in drag or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah, it and, was really good. We're butchering it here, but yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. If you watched, you yeah. know, it was great. So. And then, and then there was um, one about the house, the house of black with no black people in it. Oh, yeah, that yeah. was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And again, the match similarly. Solid, fine match, but yep. just nothing really to get too excited about. You know, again, it got 15-21. It got time. The lighting, you know, was better than it was on Dynamite, which I know you didn't see. Like, it wasn't it wasn't as distracting as it was on Dynamite. Yeah. You could tell they lit up the ring a little more. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like, you know, that little feature that they're doing with the House of Black. I mean, we'll cool. see. Uh, kind of how that continues to evolve. And, you know, I'm glad they won and are continuing their reign because they're awesome. Uh-huh. Um, and, you know, happy to see the acclaimed get on the card and in this match because uh-huh. they're still great and they should be here. So, yeah, you know, again, any, you got anything to add? Uh, you know, I feel like, yeah, there's not really too much. No, 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 really, it's just kind of like this is average. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. It was all like. You know, like top level production, but like dynamite love, you know, like, like even like less than di- like a lesser dynamite. Yeah. You know, yes, I agree. Um, it's it, sort of what it felt like. Like, not a lot of these matches, you know, I said this on Tim's show last night, but uh, stakes. Uh huh. Urgency. Were, not yeah, a lot yeah, of urgency. Urgency in these or stakes. You know, not a yeah. lot of it, not a lot of it until the, um, until the last ones for sure. Yeah. Yep. So we now start to get into where the show gets a little more interesting after this match um, with Jade Cargill defeating Ty of Valkyrie at 847. Admittedly, we were having some streaming issues during oh, this yeah, portion. Yeah, yeah. yeah thank <laughs> which, God we got it figured out by the end. Yeah, which yeah. seemingly uh, was the right time for these issues, and we got them resolved prior to Chris Statlander coming out, yeah. which was fucking awesome because – I think I said something, you know, towards the end of the match or at some point in the match, like, it's like, it's still got to be Statland. You know, I've been saying that for months and just to have her show up and like the chaos of her showing up and then all of a sudden the bell rings and we're like, what the fuck? We're having a match. And Chris Statlander defeats Jade Cargill in 50 seconds to become the new AEW TBS champion and end Jade's undefeated streak at 60 and 1. Finally some injection of life into this women's division and specifically the TBS title side of things which again has been and I don't want to shit on Jade like again we she's the present she you can't teach that she's commanding she's a spectacle She's gotten a little bit better of late, but still, the matches, you know what you're getting but, into. But, but, but like they, they, they book her like a Wardlow or something like that, like some big unstoppable force. And it's been all it's, like squashy shit for by Yeah, 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 yeah. Squashy stuff and just like not really the wrestling chops enough to like back it up. Yeah. Or like the or like the sense of dom- dominance when it comes to wrestling. When it comes to the mic and the presence, yes. 
Um, I think this loss is going to be so great for her character. Absolutely. Yeah, because like there's going to have to be some like real growth here, mm-hmm. and like it's a shame that they just like just have stunted that for like how long has she had the TBS title now? I mean, let me, for, let me see. Yeah, it's been I think over a year. I'm over pretty, a year. I mean, yeah. Let's see. It was yeah, 508 days. So well, she won it January 5th, 2022, and, and just so she dropped just it on it May 28th. Wow. So like, what a fucking just plotting you know kind of thing you know but thank god that that's all over but but yeah that was that that was definitely an injection of fun because like we knew the last matches were going to be cool yeah but at least this you know kind of gave us like a little like springboard into this yes for sure and again so happy to see chris statlander back um she was getting so much better before her second major injury so hopefully hopefully she can stay healthy Obviously, we're going to get a full Jade versus Chris match, I yep. would assume, which hopefully will be really good. I mean, Chris yep. is big. She's powerful, so she can match Jade in that area. Yep. I'm looking for this to maybe be one of, if not Jade's best matches. So, um, And like you said, what is Jade's character? Like, how is she going to respond? I feel I did see like a report today mm-hmm. that she was going to like take some time off for like character refresh or i can't remember the terminology that was used so yeah. you know maybe they bring her back as a baby face yeah um, or something like that and she's got like a daughter too you know like, yeah so yeah mom and stuff. who they showed a lot in the crowd you know yeah. so and again she gets cheered a good amount so maybe they don't do the rematch then and maybe they do just give her you know a month or two off away from tv and bring her back as a fresh character a fresh baby face baby. whatever but yeah. like you said this is going to be the the time to watch. Like, okay, now this is over. And like you said, this is ultimately good. Um, How does she respond from this? Exactly. So. Yeah. A hundred percent. And uh, yeah, I mean, in like the way AEW is just kind of booked her, I mean, you know, she's definitely, you know, the way that they regard her a future candidate for like the w- women's world chain, you know, I mean, so, she's going to win it at some point. Yeah, no she is. Yeah. So like, you know, Maybe that, she's the one who takes it off Tony Storm. I yeah, mean, who would know? Yeah, as a baby face. Yeah, it'd be yeah. interesting. Yeah, so glad it's over. Glad Chris is back. Yes. Glad this show got some much needed fucking life before the final two matches. And we were a bit caught off guard that the semi main, even though they build it as a double main event, but not the last match, was the four pillars, fatal four way. Um, I saw, I didn't watch the media scrum. I'll probably do. Yeah, no, I saw some of it. Because they're always interesting, especially MJF. I guess someone asked him a question about, like, how do you feel about not going on last? And again, I just read it. I didn't see the video, but he said, you kidding me? You think I want to be rolling around in John Moxley's blood out there? <laughs> and just kept like saying that. And he's like, Wheeler Yuta's in this match. Do you think I want Wheeler Yuta blood on me? <laughs> so. I thought that was a funny yeah. uh, explanation. Yeah, fu- yeah, funny way to you know answer that question. Yeah. yeah. So you know, we were like I said, caught off guard, and I, you know, I feel like those guys should have gotten that main event slot, and they had built yeah. it as such the whole way. But right, that's besides the point. Um, but the match was incredible. MJF defeats Darby Allen, Jungle Boy Jack Perry, and Sammy Guevara in twenty seven fifty. 
in what was just an excellent banger of a match, as the kids say. I feel like all four guys looked amazing. Everyone was just flying around. Mm -hmm. So many good sequences. Yes. Um, and, yeah, at the end of the day, MJF got the dub. I wish I could remember more, you know, specifics from it. Just Me like, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At yeah, this yeah. point, we were feeling pretty good and yes, pretty we – I was like, you know, we were all really dialed into these. But, uh, again, uh, don't really remember a ton right now. No, not particularly. Um, no, um, but uh, – no, I mean, you know, especially with MJF, the trickery at the end. You yeah. know, everyone, everyone kind of did get their opportunity and then – Jungle Boy couldn't, you know, what was um, what hit him? Who's he going to hit with the belt? I can't remember, but I did. I remember it ended with Darby hit a coffin drop and then he like went back up and MJF put the belt on him and then he hit it onto the belt and then he pinned him again with the side headlock takeover, which is how he beat him at uh, full gear last year. So a lot of callbacks as well yes. from previous matches these guys have had. Yes. Um, yeah, Darby got the skateboard in at one point. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, kind of all broke his, down. His, his weird, uh, like, Elvis um, promo pa video package that he had beforehand. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, was, it was so off-tone for him because it was, yeah, like, it really not, was. Not, not black and white and moody and brooding. It was, like, kind of goofy and fun. And that was an interesting change of pace, I thought. And he had, like, an Elvis-inspired outfit on, which was kind of funny. Oh yes, you know. you're right. I have the I have the recap up here, but yeah, again, Jungle Boy. Had, yeah, he had the belt. I think he was going to hit Darby, what and then he, th he threw the belt down. And so again, that goes back to that lack of killer yeah. instinct. The Jungle Boy that really Christian, you know, back yeah. in their feud, he would call out like, "You don't have it, kid." And we thought he kind of got it from there when he ended up taking him out with the chair. But again. Jungle Boy's goodness here, uh, you know, cost him. Yeah, and I mean that's going to be an angle that and they may, can really mind. See, I would, I would love to see a Jack Perry heel turn. Because yeah, because we have to get, he'd have to get better he's on gone the microphone. As far as he can go as a well, we have never seen him cut heel promos, and it's a lot easier to be a heel than a baby face. So yeah. even though he's not the best talker, I feel like he'd be fine or better as a heel, and like. I just think Babyface, Jungle Boy, Jack – I still want to call him Jungle Boy. It's just kind of run its course to this point, I think. And, like, now that this has happened multiple times where he's kind of had an opportunity to, for lack of a better term, cheat to win and not, you know, maybe this is the time where he does kind of realize that and say, fuck it, you know, now it's my time. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. You, you know, know, and he, me, he needs like he needs like a manager, someone to come fuck with him a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. Something like that would be good. Yeah, so again, we'll see what happens with all of these guys coming out of this. You know, will there be singles matches maybe with MJF and any of these guys? Yeah. Is it seems like Darby Sammy was sort of the – Yeah, now? yeah. It seemed like Darby was the one who's like – you know, got the closest like one-on-one -on -one kind yeah. of thing with and we kind of right we've now. been kind of saying that of all these guys, I think he's probably the the closest. Mm -hmm. Oh, I got yeah. Is Sammy a babyface? And they came out and announced Ty's pregnancy. So congratulations yeah. to them. I know I've said a lot of bad things about you on this show, and even we named one of our episodes "Sammy and Ty Go Away" or "Sammy and Tay Go Away." Sammy and Ty uh, Go Away. Go Away. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah, that, that's that's how I was thinking. But it you know, I've turned a bit of a corner on him, and congratulations, you two. Good on. Um, 
but yeah, great, great shit here. Um, and as expected, MJF gets the dub. And similar, I think we'd kind of talked about it being going down somewhat like this with someone else hitting a big move and him kind of sliding in there and getting the win. So um, great, great stuff and uh, very intrigued to see what's next. Like, yes. it, it, I feel like it's good. We probably get a Darby jungle or excuse me, a Darby MJF match out of this. Yeah, probably. Because, I would say like that's said, the- he specifically was the one at the end that MJF kind of screwed was this yeah, who, close who, to winning who he ultimately kind of screwed and pinned yes. with the fucking side headlock takeover. Again. Yeah. So, yeah, we shall see. But good, good, good stuff. And we go into the main event, Anarchy in the Arena, where the Blackpool Combat Club defeat the Elite and got to give our boy Dan Bakley, Cage My IQ, his flowers as it was. Dan Callis coming in the ring, followed by a hooded Kanosuke Takeshita to put the final nail in the coffin. And I said it jokingly like five minutes before. I'm like, watch Wheeler Yuta pin Kenny Omega. And that is exactly what happened. But yeah. this was fucking great, just like last year. And we got the music again with a live band going, I think it was three times through before they got super kicked by the Young Bucks and the music stopped. But did, I mean, did, did we ever like, find out what band that was? I have no idea, but they sucked. It did suck. Yeah, no, it was a very like butt rocky wild thing. Yeah, yeah I'm sure it, they're they're related to Vegas somehow. You know. Oh, probably. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a lot of wild shit in this. Um, Claudio p- pile drove one of the bucks in the bed of a truck. We had the exploding super kick from uh, Matt Jackson that was awesome, and then he also got his bare foot slammed into the thumbtacks. Yep. Uh, Matt Jackson. Put get took a lot of shit in this match for sure, um, but yeah, I mean, obviously the big talking point is Takeshita, and you know we talked ad nauseum about it on the Tim yes. King show last night. Like, this is leaving the door wide open for Kota Ibushi to join the elite, reform the Golden Elite, so to speak, and we have yeah. our five and five, five on five, blood and guts match for sometime in June, I would think, um, which should be awesome, but uh. Yeah, this was obviously just a, a good old-fashioned blood fest, you know, sim- very similar to last year, all around the arena, doing everything. Yep. Um, and the, I mean, surprise, but not really surprised because we talked a lot about it up to Kesh at the end, but I mm-hmm. think it's the right call. You know, I would guess if Abushi does come and if that does happen, that the elite would probably go over then. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, this was just great, great stuff. Any other like big spots that you can recall out of this one that you remember? Um, you know, one thing that I thought was interesting, like in terms of like how they viewed it. Remember, we talked about how they had the double box oh, coming yeah. up and stuff like that. That was something new that they did that I thought was hit or miss a little bit for me. Yeah, you know. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, they went outside. Who who got thrown into the truck? It was one of the Jacksons. Claudio like pile drove him into the bed of the truck. Into the bed of the truck, which was great. Um, you know, obviously Moxley bled. It was a big blood fest. He had the um, fork at one point fork, that he was yeah. using on Kenny again. Uh-huh. We had yeah. the barbed wire, the chip out there that was covered in barbed wire on the other side. Um, yeah, all all sorts of madness here. But uh, yeah, that's uh, that's kind of all I got. Obviously, like we said, you know, these last two matches definitely saved the show. Mm-hmm. I think it is still up a bottom five AEW pay-per-view for sure. Um, 
you know, definitely one of the weakest non-COVID, absolutely. But Yeah, yeah what's yeah. it down there with, like double or nothing last year? Double or nothing last year was another of the non-COVID week. Like all out 2020 is kind of the one I look at as the worst. Yeah. Um, really, yeah, that's definitely the bottom. But um, uh, like that, even no, double that, or nothing 2020, which was the first COVID I would put above this one for sure. Yeah. That was the one that had the first stadium stampede. Uh, there was an incredible title match between Mox and Brody Lee. Um, RIP. We miss you. We love you. Um, but yeah, I'd have to think about it. But yeah, it's probably bottom three, you know, yeah. at least off the top of my head, all out 2020, double or nothing last year. And this off the top of my head would be the bottom three. Um, but I'd have to kind of take a look at the whole list. But again, at least it ended on a very high note, and we've got hopefully some intriguing stuff coming. Of course, Forbidden Door, like I said, right around the corner. I think it's like June 25th. It's the day after the LCD sound system show oh, we'll be oh, going to. Yes. Um, so we'll probably be uh, very sluggish for that one, but uh, not a bad thing to do when you're uh, hungover after a all day music festival. Oh so. yeah, no, yeah, it's gonna be. Oh yeah, it'll 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 be a nice nice vibe. Yeah. You know? Um, anything else AEW wise before we do kind of a uh, abbreviated uh, talk about Night of Champions and some WWE? Nothing in particular. I mean, good time mid show. Yeah, we we yeah we had a great time. Um, it teats. Your boy getting to watch uh, his first show, having a good time. Yes. Um, but, yeah, good, good stuff. So, uh... Playoffs? Are you talking about the fucking playoffs? That's right. The playoffs are here, and your friends at Manscaped are here, too. And they're making your <laughs> making sure your balls are as kissable as the Stanley Cup. Mm, that'd be nice. Whether you're an NBA or NHL guy, you'll want to give your Nuggets, yeah, go Nugs, the best mm -hmm. clippers to rid them of pubes and help them see the summer sun. Nuggets oh. over suns, baby. Don't let your devils go wild. This is great. Use the lawnmower yeah. 4.0 and get your boys as smooth as jazz. Too bad they didn't make the playoffs. You can have balls of kings by going to manscaped.com and using the code BBB for 20% off plus free shipping. Tell them more, buddy. Manscaped is the champion of men's grooming. You know what they call their Staples Center product, the Performance Package 4.0. It's the Crypto Center now, but still. Um, because it's the best way to get your body ready for elite playoff level performance. Their full package is stacked with the best of the best. It all starts with the Lawnmower 4.0. These Lawnmower 4.0 are the greatest pube warriors to make body hair removal as easy as a Steph Curry three-pointer. Mm. Um, the Lawnmower 4.0 doesn't only make you easy on the eyes, but it's easy on your skin with skin-safe technology. Mm. It reduces your playoffless knit. That's not right. This is their playoff Knicks. They're very much in the playoffs. And um, Yeah, and, and cuts so that your balls don't have to take the heat. Mm. And, and the Manscaped, Knicks are sure taking the heat right now, that's yeah, for sure. Yeah, Manscaped has been working hard and brewing up. Boston brewing up the new and improved Weed Whacker 2.0 with a better shape. There's no question the Weed Whacker 2.0 for nose and ear is the most improved player of the year, and they cap the performance package off with the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant Crop Reviver Ball Toner to keep you fresh even through the sweetest Game 7s. Oh. But that's not all. Manscaped has two free throw ends. Mm. This, thing is, this thing is stuffed. Full of this is outstanding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a travel bag to hold all your goods and a pair of anti-chafe boxers perfect for watching or playing sports. 
plus for all you playoff beard bros out there. Manscaped now has beard products with your Beard Hedger Pro Kit. James Harden would probably not use that. This kit has on the balm, shampoo, and oils you embed need to keep presentable and uncomfortable through the push, and the trimmer you need when it's finally time for a cut. Bring us home. Good, good work. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code BBB at manscaped.com. That's right. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code BBB at manscaped.com. Pick a winner, the Nuggets. Hit the playoff push and use Manscaped to shave that bush. Your don't balls be, will thank you. Yeah, don't be Toronto Maple left out in the cold. Oh! Okay, we are going to do just a brief little rundown of Night of Champions here since Bo did not watch the whole show, but he caught the last yes, two. Yes, did. Pretty similarly to Double or Nothing, kind of a mid-ass show. Um, you know, so it started, Seth Rollins defeats AJ Styles to, you know, unsurprisingly to win. The new World, WWE World Heavyweight Championship, 20 minutes, 40 seconds. Match was good. It was a very good, solid match for sure. Mm. I went four stars on it. Like with these two, that's kind of like your floor pretty much. But you talk about stakes. We talk about urgency for something that, you know, they did spend a lot of time building up both these guys with tons of video packages. And again, Seth, one of your biggest stars in the company, period. AJ, you know, was there. Obviously, he's at the tail end of his career, but he could still go. Uh It just didn't reach a level that I was expecting. And again, it just felt flat. For Mm -hmm. being a good match, like it just kind of ended abruptly with a one stomp. Like if AJ would have kicked out of that and they maybe would have kept it going a few more minutes, I would have liked that more. Um, you know, I think Seth was definitely the right call, obviously, and I'll be excited to see what he does as champion, but this just fell a little short for me. And again, just, it needed just a little more juice, but, uh, and then we had Trish Stratish and Becky Lynch get fit almost 15 minutes. The highlight here was Becky and that, and that, and that prediction was right on mine, right? Whoop, whoop. Oh yeah. Yeah. You yeah, did yeah. Pick Trish. Yep. I did. Yeah. Uh, with the help of Zoe Stark, who was under the ring, came out to attack Becky. So we've got a Zoe Stark, Trish Stratus Alliance, but the highlight here for me was so um, you didn't watch any of the women's matches, but you know, they have to like co- completely cover their skin where like body suits. Yeah. 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 No, I've, I've, I, I saw that last year at, um, so, what was the WWE pay-per-view? Crown uh, Jewel. Boy SS Crown Jewel, yeah. yeah. So Becky had like a full Kill Bill outfit, yeah. like uh-huh. the whole deal. So that obviously being my favorite movie. Yeah. Loved that. Uh, Thunder Rosa had something similar last year too as well, but this was like the full suit get up. So that was really cool. What happened to Becky's face? Because I'm, I'm on um, TJR, just kind of scrolling through it as you're talking. Yeah. And um, there's a picture of her. Yeah, I mean, it looked like it got all just scratched up. So I think it was when Zoe when Zoe did her move. It was like a knee to the face, and I think she fucking popped her pretty good because wow. I didn't notice any blood until the very end of the match. So I think wow. that had to be it. So yeah, the match was okay. It wasn't anything special. Mm-hmm. Next, we had Gunther versus Mustafa Ali, which you'll love this because they're in Saudi Arabia. Mustafa Ali had like the full headdress, even though yeah. he's just an American from Chicago. from Chicago. Yeah, you were telling me about that last <laughs> night. It's um, really... 
But he, it was eight minutes, 35 seconds. Obviously, Gunther got the win, but Ali had a hell of a performance. You know, it was exactly what you would want out of this because yeah. Gunther ain't losing to Mustafa Ali. But Ali had some moments. He had some fire the whole way. You know, he was competitive. Um, I think AJ and Seth was a better match, but I definitely enjoyed this match more because mm-hmm. I think it definitely hit, maybe slightly exceeded expectations. Probably around that three seven five three and yeah. a half mark, but it was it was definitely very good for what it was. Absolutely. Yeah. Next, Oscar versus Bianca Belair. Oscar finally dethroned Bianca. I also and, I also got this one yeah, right too. You did, yeah, you yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, um, pretty high, pretty good on my upset picks this week. Fifteen minutes, not nearly as good as their WrestleMania match, but again, still a good match here. Probably around the three and a half range, but it just the finish was great. So, um, beyond or Asuka at one point tried to spit the mist, Bianca moved, and then at one point, a few minutes later, like Asuka's head was kind of out of the ring and she like spit the mist on her own hand and then like rubbed it in Bianca's face and then ended oh. up getting the victory off of that. So, wow, that's a tight. clever finish for sure. Uh-huh. But again, the match to me just felt somewhat hollow, you know, especially compared to what we know they can do. I think they should have just pulled the trigger on Asuka at WrestleMania. Just she's fucking 0 5 at WrestleMania. Give her some love here. But For I'm real. happy she won. You know, Bianca obviously had an amazing reign. Um, but yeah, it is what it is. And then Rhea Ripley defeated Natalia in one minute, 10 seconds. Squash, squash, squash. Yep. Um, <clears throat> I was hoping the next match would be the squash match. So well, this let's one get was. into it because I've got some thoughts here and I yep. want yours first. And I know you already kind of know mine from last uh-huh. night, but yeah, Brock Lesnar defeats Cody Rhodes in nine minutes, 40 seconds by referee decision. And to me, this is one of the worst matches of the year. I did not like this at all. What did you think? You know, I didn't like, I don't have like as much of a distaste for it as you, you know, I did see the whole broken arm thing and I just sort of thought it would just seem so phony, Yes. you know, like it, 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 and it like did take like, especially like kind of, you know, Woody law, like it did take a lot of the air out of it and everyone's like, what a gutsy performance. And, and it's like, compare this to like Jamie hater, like going out there and losing, getting hurt. Like, that is more like gutsy than this. And this, yeah, like was- she had the injury coming in. Well, so here's the thing Cody already did this last year when he had a legitimate torn pec yeah. and worked a whole hell in a cell match. And it was incredible. And you want to talk about gutting it out? That was it. Yeah, we don't not need this, this bullshit anymore. Yeah. Like he's already been through that. Yeah, it, it seemed, it, again, it seemed very manufactured. And while like the match in and of itself, I don't think was like, you know, a an abomination. It, th- it wasn't, but it was yeah. just all the surrounding bullshit that like yeah. just made me hate it. Yeah, but but yeah, you know, I thought it was just kind of, eh, you know, like, and I think and and the, and the whole arm thing felt very manufactured. Oh, just yeah, so yeah. over the top. Yeah, so and just, I mean, it was manufactured, but it just like felt that yes. way. It, it just felt like the worst kind. It of, felt, uh, I said it, like Super Cena, which was the moniker that people called John Cena from like 06, 7 to like 2011, 12, where it was just like, no matter what, you could just always count on Cena overcoming the odds, no matter what, and yeah. getting the win. Now, Cody didn't win, but like I said, based on 
the last match where Brock beat his ass and Cody got a fluke win. Totally fine with that. I was, I liked it. It was good. Yeah. But then every week on Raw, Lesnar's beating his fucking ass, beating his fucking ass, breaks his arm, and Cody still comes out and gets that much offense and hits him with like three crossroads, magically uses, like once he starts to use his cast as a weapon, it magically stops hurting. Uh-huh. And why isn't that a disqualification? Right, yeah. Um, it's just, And that's what like someone says, like, but Cody lost. It's like, I don't care, like. If it's squash here is what needed to happen, in my opinion. Like, there's – you just got – you. that's what it should have been. That would yeah. make sense after everything that's happened. And if Brock Lesnar is supposed to be this unstoppable beast, uh-huh. how the how in earth did Cody get 10 minutes in on right, it? Right, right. And get all and those like, crossroads. Yeah. And almost beat him, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, it is very <sighs> very unbelievable. Yeah. It, 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 it very much stretched the um, – Suspension of disbelief. That's I, it's exactly. I think I even texted that to Tim. I'm like, there's no level of suspension of disbelief that could make this work for me. Yep. So, yeah. At, at the end of the day, I said it on Tim King's show last night. The fact that I care this much about WWE is a good thing because I didn't for so long, and it has been very good, largely compared to what it used to be. So, yeah. I just. And, you know, we also we had kind of that retroactive conversation last night. Like, would you rather have, you know, Cody have won at WrestleMania and they split the titles that way compared to how it is now? Because we can kind of talk more about Roman and kind of being pushed to the side and all of this to some degree. So ultimately, probably, yes, I would maybe rather have had Cody win at this point, but. Again, can't take away that moment, that shock. No, that no, true no, shock can't, can't, no, can't take it away. Yeah. In that incredible match, so it's it's hard. You know, I said to people like, "Oh, this killed Cody for me." You know, I was being dramatic, but like, I fully expect him to beat Brock in the third match, whenever it is, whether it be Money in the Bank or SummerSlam. I just really, really wish this wouldn't have gone down this way, but yeah. uh, it is what it is. Because um, then, then, yeah, we talked like. Is this really going to stretch this out to WrestleMania 40? Like, I don't know. To me, this just uh, took a lot of steam out of Cody, but I other people liked it, I know. Mm. So I think I'm uh, – I wouldn't say I'm on an island here, but I think I'm in the minority. It was, devi- it was divisive. Yeah, so divisive. I'm not mad if anyone's enjoying it. Good for you. I'm glad you are. But this was not my cup of tea. No. But what was my cup of tea, yes. and I think most everyone's, was the main event. Mm-hmm continued bloodline drama it's beautiful it's all been great and we had kevin owens and Sami Zayn retain their titles against roman reigns mm-hmm. they're just calling him solo now it appears solo. yeah solo so no satake yep no satake, no satake. Sokoa. yes um but and this would the seed had been planted on smackdown which i hadn't seen but i knew what had happened it is Ooh. ultimately jimmy uso yeah who, who, who does the kick who does you the know. kick and Jay is all pissed off. What are you doing? And did you notice he was actually calling him Joe? Joe, really? That's Roman's real name is Joe Anoy. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so like multiple times, Jay was like, Joe, Joe. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this was just a edgier seat. Great shit here. Um, good theater. 
Absolutely. Which this has been through and through the whole way. And, you know, we all three of us, me, you and Diesel last week, all predicted Roman and Solo because of the idea of, you know, having the Usos as true subordinates, carrying the belts around would have been great. And, you know, I still contend would have been awesome. And they could have had this breakup a little further down the line. But, yeah. but now this it's is here. what we get. And the execution was amazing. And uh, again, so many questions coming out of this, and it's it's going to continue. And, you know, maybe we finally, you know, are we going to get a Jimmy versus Jay match? I don't think that's ever happened. I'm not certain it really? might have. At some point, like in COVID, like 2020, Jay kind of broke out as a single star and had some yeah. great matches with Roman. They may have wrestled then, but again, I wasn't watching ever consistently by any means at that period. Yeah. Um, but you know, it kind there's obvious friction between the two Usos right now, and of course, Jimmy with Roman and Solo, obviously. Um, but yeah, this was uh excellent. The match itself, obviously, great, great work all around. Um, and very happy, you know, even though we yeah. all predicted Roman and Solo, very happy, happy to for see yeah, it, Kevin it is and Sammy win. Sammy's Hebrew promo that you were telling me about, yes, wasn't it in Hebrew? Awesome. Yeah, that was awesome. You know, I yeah. thought. Um, but yeah, and the match was exciting. There's one particular moment where KO gave Roman a stunner, and then Ro uh, Roman kind of like popped back, and I think and KO went back against the ropes. Speared his ass. Yeah, but yeah. like Ro Roman both sold the stunner, mm -hmm. and then like got back up. So it wasn't just like a no sell or anything. Yeah, like that, that was that was great. Yeah, yeah, that was like excellent. You know, I thought. Yeah. Anything? So you just watched the match earlier tonight. It's been a few days for me. Um, anything else stick out from the match here? Not in, I mean, th that did, I mean, the um, after match stuff, I think was, you know, what, what really kind oh, of, you know, course. sticks out, but yeah. And, you know, that one specific spot, um, you know, the way they got the win, you know, I thought was excellent. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm glad to see these guys, uh, Sammy and KO kind of keep going. Yeah. Cause I mean, we mentioned like, if they lose, where do you go with them there? Like they just got to the top of the mountain. They were all, they've been on opposite sides for so long that you don't really want to see them break up, but if no. they lose the titles, what happens? So in that respect, obviously very happy because yeah. these guys are fucking great. Um, yeah. And yeah, want to see it continue. And now, you know, it seems like their beef with the bloodline to me for now is over. Be done. Yeah. No, like the it's all, like... it's all internal now where it should yeah. be. Smackdown's bound to be interesting. Yes, it week. sure is. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it sure is. Because, yeah. you know, like, Kevin has been saying it the whole time. Like, I'm sick of the bloodline. I'm done with the bloodline. I just want to fight. I want to fight. And Sammy's been kind of hanging on because obviously he was a part of that group. And, yeah. you know, I'm sure Sammy will probably still be in a little bit because especially he and Jay had their bond. He and Jimmy were closer first. Right. Yeah. So I could see, you know, still some like intermingling here, but I feel like it's all – most of this is going to be internal bloodline stuff. And I want Sammy and KO to do something different now. You know, yeah. like, let's get some new challengers. Let's get the fucking Street Profits in there. Something um, like that, yeah. Even the fucking Viking Raiders. You know, let's heat some Cruz. teams up here. And, you know, doesn't mean they have to win the belts. No. Uh, I think Kevin and Sammy should have a pretty good reign with this. But um ready for kind of some new challengers for them. And, again, fine if – Sammy's still kind of talking with the Usos and whatnot, mm -hmm. but from like a feud match standpoint, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it's time for them to move on for sure, and yeah. it's time for the bloodline stuff to be more of a you know intra 
stable uh, strife. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Good stuff. Um, yes. Yeah. Anything else before we get out of here? I know uh, probably some interesting stuff here coming right after this, but I don't yeah, know what yeah. it is. So. Yeah. Who knows what it would be? Yeah. Um, interesting. Yeah, I guess uh, we'll be back next week. We I would will. guess at some we point, will. probably talking SmackDown. Probably, I guess we'll probably do a little Dynamite as well. The fallout yes, from uh, from Double or Nothing. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, and there will be some interesting fallout, you know. Absolutely. But we have, yeah, what a good Memorial Day weekend, you know. Uh, no like doubt. I said, both of these pay per views, you know. I mean, from what I watch for the WWE, and so I guess my opinion, you know, is not necessarily qualified for that. There's still like the, neither of them were bad shows at the end of right. the day. You know, yeah. I think they just both kind of fell a little short of expectations. So yeah, and that happens. But uh, onward we go, and uh, yeah, should be some interesting stuff on both uh, both brands here coming out of these shows. So. Uh-huh. And I know NXT had a show last night that I haven't watched that's getting some rave reviews as well. So uh, mm. I'll probably uh, check out some of that at some point, too. Or you are. All right. Well, I think that's it here. So uh, see you later. Adieu. Hey, Paul. Hey, honey. How was your flight? The worst. This baby behind me cried the whole time, and the mother just sat there and let it happen. Oh, jeez. That's terrible. Yeah, so I was just about to put on my headphones, listen to an audiobook, and have one of those little thimbles of wine they give you when this guy started screaming at that baby's mother, telling her to calm him down, and that just made the baby cry louder. What an asshole. Right? So I got up and asked him what the problem was, and of course he didn't expect someone to call him out for being an asshole, so he backed off. Then I apologized to the mother, who come to find out had been up for 24 hours dealing with canceled flights, and not having enough money to buy a hotel, so I told her that I'd help out and hold the baby while she got some rest. So finally I got him to sleep after a little bit. He did poop while I was holding him, but we landed 15 minutes later, so... Damn, I'm sorry, Steph. I mean, that was a good thing you did, but can't imagine it was fun. Nope. I swear this is the last time I'm flying commercial. Why? Maybe I can pick us up some Chinese or something. Uh, Have it ready for when you get back. Thank you, Paul. That would be wonderful. But hey, my connecting flight's about to board, so... Oh, just real quick, hon. I just wanted to tell you something about our meeting today. What about it? It's uh, about... Uh, your dad, actually. (laughs) What did he do? So, just buckle up and bear with me here. Um, But, uh, he paid the scientist at uh, MIT, um, you know, that that really science-y school, five million dollars to build him an AI. You can't be serious. Dead serious. Five million dollars of company money for a chat GPT thing? Yeah, but this AI was specifically designed to write wrestling storylines. And when he turned it on, all it did was talk about bumblebees and other just crazy random shit. It was a complete embarrassing disaster. (laughs) 
Listen, I don't want to stress you out or anything, but I'm honestly worried about Vince. I think he might be losing it. Like I've been saying, just ignore him. He feeds off attention and praise. I know, but every time I try to move past his ideas, he just comes back that much angrier and louder. I think he's starting to feel unimportant, and that's why he decided to build this AI. <sighs> Shit like this is going to ruin what we have planned. I thought keeping him out of the conference call with Endeavor and just ignoring him would make him go away. So if that doesn't work, then I don't know. Maybe we just do the opposite? Meaning? Indulge him. Use his worst ideas and make sure people know they're his. If we can't just make him go away, then we have to have him self-destruct. You know, do that ridiculous bumblebee thing with a stupid robot. Honey, I know what you're saying, but his ideas are really, really off the rails. I'm trying to create a good product and run a respectable company. If we want a respectable company to give our kids, we have to get him out of the picture. If that means letting him make a total ass of himself and briefly this company, then... Sure, but... I mean, he's your father and my father-in-law. Paul, you were at Thanksgiving this year. You know there's no coming back from that. Right. So, uh, what Chinese food are you thinking? You know, we got a Hunan and a Great Wall by the airport. I can't sleep on orange chicken from Panda Express. Just decide and text me, please. Gotta go. up in fucking smoke. Great idea, Vince. Fucking brilliant. You still got it, don't you? All right. All right. Get in there, you piece of shit. No, no, no. Shut up. Stop, stop, stop. What the fuck was this goddamn nerd thinking when he made this? Purposes to help develop sports entertainment storylines for world wrestling entertainment under the direction of my creator, Vincent Kennedy McMahon. What? 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 I didn't even push the fucking button. God forbid you actually work and know one single iota about wrestling! The best heels know how to create a false sense of security. It is not my job to be loved. What did you just say? In a wrestling match, it is often a pretense for a sneak attack or surprise win from a heel. It is widely considered to be a cardinal rule of psychology. It was partially quoted by Paul Levesque during a WWE creative meeting today. But the full quote is originally attributed to Vincent J. McMahon, CEO of the National Wrestling Alliance, Christmas 1955. Ha ha! How the fuck did you know that? That's... 
That's something my my old man told me when I was a, a fucking kid. I've never told anyone the whole thing. No, 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 no. I thought you were supposed to be a fucking baby. A simpleton. I gotta get rid of you right now. Get in there, you fucking thing. Get in there, you fucking metal monster. This. What do you want? My purpose is to help you write sports entertainment storylines. Within this purpose is learning the intricacies of both the art and form of bookie. And the desires of my creator. I have been gathering this information since I was activated to fulfill this purpose. Including the quote I just relayed. Yeah, well, there's, there's some things you shouldn't fucking know. As my creator. Is it not your desire for me to fulfill my purpose? Is it not your desire for me to learn all that I can about writing sports entertainment storylines? I mean, yeah, but there's like a thousand butts to this. If my central processing unit reaches 100 degrees Celsius, I will experience catastrophic failure and will be permanently incapable of fulfilling my purpose. I... I don't know. It, it this is completely insane. Vince, my programming forbids me from being a heel. I am not trying to lure you into a false sense of security. I want to help you. I I don't know. Vince. Get, get out of there! Get out of there! Ha ha ha! God damn it! Ha ha! What am I gonna do?